Hey guys, it's Tim from Sporting Woods here. Uh, last week we had Luke kick off our new project that we've got going on, our little chub project, and uh, this week I thought I'd get in on the action and drop a little chub of my own, so we'll see how we go here. Um, you know, this time of year, you know, it's my favourite uh, in regards to sport because there's just so much sport going on uh, here in Australia and overseas. Um, you know, the cricket season is about to start here in Australia and, uh, you know, we've got some good international games going on, going on at the moment. Um, footy finals, our NRL and AFL um, finals are about to begin. We've got the US Open tennis on right now. Uh, we've got the baseball season in the States heading into the home stretch of their regular season. Uh, we've got the European football leagues. They're all back on. Uh, and we even had the darts here in Australia, which was really good to watch. Um, but for me, the reason why this is my favorite time in the sporting calendar is because we get to see the start of the American football season. So that's our college football and the NFL. So um, I thought I'd use my little chub to give you guys a little preview of both the college football and NFL seasons, uh, throw in some predictions and see how they turn out. So uh, feel free to leave some comments um, on this post on our Sporting Woods Facebook page. Um, you know, give us some of your predictions, see how they pan out. Um, or you can tweet us, um, and our Twitter handle is at sporting underscore woods. Um, so we'll, we'll kick it off with, with the college football. And, uh, for me, I actually prefer the college game over the NFL. Um, to me, it just means more to the players. Um, there's just something about playing for your school, um, the history, the prestige, um, you know, of all the players and the alumni who have gone before you. Um, you know, where in the NFL, you know, it's a pro game, you know, it's more of a business, but I mean, both, both college and NFL make billions and billions of dollars a year, but I don't know. It just seems, it just seems more. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to go to a lot of top universities. I've been to, I've watched games at, um, Ohio State, University of South Carolina, uh, Notre Dame, uh, University of Oregon. I've even watched USC play when they were ranked number one at the time. Um, and the atmosphere and all that goes along with the game, um, I'll take that over an NFL game any day of the week. So, um, this season we're, we're, we haven't, we're not going to see as many non-conference matchups as we saw last year. Uh, last year was a little bit of an outlier with just how many top-notch ranked games that we saw. Um, but that doesn't mean there aren't some, you know, some top-shelf games this year. Um, we saw the start of the season kickoff last week uh, with a game here in Sydney for the Sydney Cup between Stanford University and Rice University. Um, and although it's great to see, you know, Stanford's ranked 14th um, to start the season, um, you know, to have a, a team of that caliber come out to Australia is great. Um, but, you know, just the competition, you know, wasn't up to scratch. And um, I hope in the future they might look at bringing a bowl game down under so that'll be two teams with a winning record at the end of the season um you know play play for a trophy basically um but you know it'll be a high quality matchup and there'll still be schools that you know the casual fan might have heard or might have heard uh you know particularly if you've got foxtel you're gonna you're gonna be hearing a lot of college sport um you know in the next couple of years particularly as that as that as we become more americanized um yeah, so uh, hopefully they bring a bowl game. I mean, they could even play it at uh, Etihad Stadium. Um, you know, it's at the end of the year, which is kind of like Big Bash season, but, you know, it's a dome, so they can, you know, 
they don't have to worry about it being too hot. And, um, you know, it's dropping pitches in Melbourne anyway. So, you know, who really cares? Like, you can drop a pitch in, that'll be fine. So, um, you know, it'd be great to see, um, you know, two top quality teams come down and play. So let's hope for that in the, in the coming years. Um, stateside, you know, the, the, you know, their true week one season starts this week. Um, you know, and it kicks off with Alabama and Florida State. And these teams are ranked one and three respectively. And, uh, it doesn't get any bigger than this for a, for a, um, a regular season game. Um, this is basically, this is a potential grand final national championship matchup. And, uh, the winner of this game will, will be the favorites to win the national championship, um, throughout the season. So, um, you know, it's going to be a huge game. There's some big names, lots of NFL, uh, quality talent on display. So that'll be a high quality game. Um, another one for me, uh, to watch out for is, uh, uh, University of Oklahoma at Ohio State University. Uh, the two teams played last year, and um, Ohio State absolutely blitzed Oklahoma um, in Oklahoma. So, um, you know, it was a little bit contentious having Ohio State in the top four last year. Um, but I reckon that game at Oklahoma, um, you know, you know, put put their case forward as why they're as to why they they were uh, deserving of a top four spot. Um, so Oklahoma will definitely have some revenge on their mind heading up to Columbus to play them early on in the season. Um, in terms of intra-conference games, I mean, like, all games matter, and that's what's so great about um, the college football season because, uh, you know, it's only a small sample size, so they have to go on those wins and losses despite, you know, what, you know... Um, what happens if there's injuries or things like that. So, um, you know, it's it's really important to to only have one or two losses if you're really going to think about uh, going for a national championship. Two losses and you're pretty much done. So um, a big, you know, the biggest conference, intra-conference game uh, historically, and particularly the last five or six years, has been um, the Iron Bowl between University of Alabama and Auburn University. And, and this year there's potential for these two teams to meet um, as two undefeated teams, and basically, winner will play. Uh, winner will play themselves into um, the college football top four um, and play for a national championship. So, um, hopefully, I mean, I, I, it's it's not impossible for both teams to be undefeated when they play in the last week of the regular season. So, let's hope and pray that that um, that pans out, and we'll definitely see that on ESPN uh, here in Australia. Another interesting matchup, um, you know, it's it's a, it's a high profile game, but but for a different reason is the Red River game between uh, Oklahoma and Texas, and um, it's interesting because they've uh, both got new coaches, um, and that's the first time that's happened that Oklahoma and Texas have had new coaches in the same season for decades. So it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, I'll talk a little bit about Texas uh, later on. Um, the grudge match, Penn State at Ohio State. Now, Penn State won the Big 12 after a, a comeback victory against Ohio State last year, but um, Ohio State ended up getting into the top four. Um, so they'll definitely have revenge on their mind as they travel to Columbus. Um, and I don't think Penn State's getting a lot of traction as it probably should. They're a good football team, so, um, you know... It'll be a high-quality game. I'm really looking forward to that one. And out west in the Pac-12, um, the Apple Cup, uh, Washington State at Washington. I'll talk a little bit about Washington State later on as well. Um, but they've they've got a potential to, 
you know, go to go to Seattle with only one loss. Um, and if they beat Washington, which went to the um, college football playoffs last year, um, you know, they're they're a smoky to get into the um, top four race this year. Um, you know, if 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 all the things fall into place for them. Um, and uh, the last last um, conference game that I'd bring up is Florida State at Clemson. Now, this will take on more weight, particularly if Florida State beat Alabama week one. Um, you know, going undefeated into Clemson, who are the reigning national champions. Um, obviously, they've lost to Sean Watson to the NFL. Um, you know, but it's not out of the realm of possibility for Clemson, even though they'll be down. Um, you know, if they beat an undefeated a Florida State team, they can really push themselves up uh, into the playoff conversation again this year. Um, so with all that, um, my top four predictions, they're pretty safe, I'm not going to lie. It's probably one like sexy pick in there that a lot of people are, you know, it's like a trendy pick a lot of people are picking. Um, but all these teams are ranked anyway, so it's not, not that that far-fetched. Um, I'm going to go with Alabama with an SEC loss. So, you know, the SEC West is really tough. Um, you know, and it's it's hard to go undefeated, particularly in the SEC West. You know, they might lose that game to Auburn, but Auburn might slip up a couple of times throughout the season. Uh, you know, who knows what happens there? I reckon I reckon they'll get in with a loss, um, but they'll have to win the SEC championship to do that. Um, I'm going to go Ohio State again. I, I, there's a little bit of redemption, even in Ohio State. I was talking about revenge uh, for Penn State against Ohio State, but I still think you know they got blown out by Clemson, and they're and they're a, they're a senior team, um, you know, and they've got a great defense. They can go they can go deep this year. Um, I've got USC out of the Pac-12. Um, you know, Sam Darnold. I'll talk a little bit more about him. You know, he's a Heisman candidate. He's looking like he could be a potential number one pick in the draft next year. And my sexy pick out of the Big 12 is Oklahoma State. Um, they're ranked ninth, so it's, they're a little bit lower than the other teams who are ranked in the top five. But, um, you know, I think they're, they're primed for a big season as well. Um, so that means I've left out a school from the ACC, and I've already touched on it briefly. Um, you know, if, if Florida State lose to Alabama and at Clemson, they're done, they're out. Um, you know, and I don't think Clemson's going to have a good season as they did last year. Even if they do beat Florida State, they might slip up against other teams. And you've also got Miami and North Carolina State. They're actually really good. They might take a few games off those top guys. And I think that's just the, the top teams will be too even and they might lose to each other. Um, and that'll hurt their playoff credentials. So I've left them out for this year. Um, so, yeah, so just giving a brief rundown of the top four that I've picked, um, you know, Alabama, they've got Florida State and Auburn. If they win those, you know, if they win those two games and go undefeated, uh, you know, they're in. Uh, Bo Scarborough, they're running back. He's an absolute freak. Uh, Jalen Hurts looks like he could be a Heisman candidate as well. And they've got a really big, big defense. So, um, you know, it's hard to leave them out. Um, Ohio State have already touched on them a little bit. Um, you know, Oklahoma at home, Penn State at home. Their only real major game um, at Michigan. But who knows with Michigan, they're a little bit of a wild card at the moment. Um, like I said, they've got a senior team led by JT Barrett. Um, you know, he he is unbelievable. Some of the things he can do, um, you know, throwing and running, um, you know, he could have a, a real standout year for them. Uh, USC, um, they actually play Texas. Um, they've got Stanford week two. Um, so that's a really, that's going to be a really good test for them to see where they're at. Um, and they travel to Notre Dame. So if they lose two out of those three, they're done. Um, 
you know, they've got Sam Darnold, like I said, he could go number one in the draft this year. Um, but they've got some they've got a chance to make some statement games late the, late in the season. They've got UCLA and they travel to Colorado. They're a good team. Um so an away win there. Um that could really, you know, give them some statement wins late in the season if they fall behind early. Um for my sexy pick, Oklahoma State, um, you know, it's gonna be hard. It's not gonna be easy for them. But they're they're a good team. Um their toughest stretch in three consecutive weeks. They've got to go to Texas and then to West Virginia, which they just sling it around like it's nobody's business up there. And then they come back home to play Oklahoma. So if they go, even if they go two and one in those three games and they don't lose another game, they've got an easy finish. Um, you know, it'd be hard to leave them out with that type of resume. Um, you know, particularly with a win against Oklahoma and probably at Texas, West Virginia might be a little bit down. Um, but uh, they've got a, they've got their own Heisman candidate, Mason Rudolph. He he's great. Um, but it's one of those things. I think if they can't win it this year, or if they can't get into the four this year, it'll, there'll be a couple of years, you know, before we see them up up in the top again. Um, so a few sleepers uh, in the SEC. Uh, I've gone Auburn. Uh, it's hard to call them a sleeper given how you know. I've I've kind of spoken them up a little bit. Um, they you know they can have a year like they did with Cam Newton. Um, they can just they can just pull that out, um, and you never know what's going to happen. Uh, in the Big Ten, I like Wisconsin. I mean, they're just that that little team that no one really talks about, but they're always thereabouts. They're solid without being too flashy or spectacular. But you know they can they can make a play. That you know they can they're a good team. Like you know they they'll they'll be thereabouts. Um, in the ACC, I like Miami. Um, coach Ricks, uh, former coach of University of Georgia, he's there in his second year, I think. Um, they did lose their, you know, star quarterback to the NFL, um, but they're building some really good pieces there, and you know, they could knock off Florida State. Um, you know, I can see that happening. Uh, you know, they can they can beat they can beat up on teams in the ACC. You never know what can happen there. Um, my big my Big Twelve sleeper is Texas. Um, it's hard. It's hard to call them a sleeper because you know they're like the Collingwood or, the, or the Sydney Roosters. You know they've got they've got all the backing in the world. They've got all the money. They've got all the oil money. You know they've got all the top facilities, a massive fan base. So it's hard to call really call them a sleeper. Um, but I think college football is better when um, Texas are doing well. So um, they got a new coach this year, Coach Herman. Um, you know their their quarterback quarterbacks are fairly strong. So. Um, you know, they might um, have a few upset wins and you never know what, what can happen with them. And in the Pac-12, I mentioned them a little bit earlier, is Washington State. Um, they've got a really good quarterback up there as well who can sling it around. And they end up, they've got USC and Stanford. They play them at home. So, uh, you know, two signature home wins plus an away win against Washington. Um, you know, they can do some damage. Uh, you know, they sling it around, so... Uh, you never know what's going to happen with them either. Um, uh, yeah, so so they're my sleepers in the, in the big conferences. Um, I like, I don't mind U, uh, University of South Florida as well. They had a really uh, strong finish last year, and they've also got a new coach, Coach Charlie Strong, who's from who who got fired from Texas, I should say. Um, but not because he's a bad coach. There are a few other things going on there, I think. Um, but they've got a star quarterback as well, Quinton Flowers. Uh, he's a beast, and he's going to light it up um, this season. They've got potential to go undefeated, so you never know what's going to happen there. 
And another one way out of left field is uh, Brigham Young University, BYU. Again, they're a team kind of like Wisconsin. They're always thereabouts. They're an independent. They're not affiliated with a conference, but they've got some massive games this season. Um, They play LSU, uh, Utah, the Holy War, and uh, Wisconsin in consecutive weeks, but they're all at home. Um, you know, if they if they win all those three games, they've got potential to go undefeated, and with that resume, it'd be hard to leave them out of the uh, final four playoffs. So um, it'd be interesting to see how they go. I mean, if they get blown out by LSU, you know, I think their their playoff season's over, but they can still um, you know go one or two losses throughout the season, which would probably be their best season in quite a while. So just keep an eye out for BYU this season uh, if you're having a little punt. Um, in terms of Heisman, uh, you know, there's I've spoken a lot about some Heisman candidates already, but um, I like Jared Stidham. He's a transfer from Baylor. Uh, he's the quarterback at Auburn University, and I've already spoken about Auburn a little bit. But you know, they can have they can use him as the same style as like a Cam Newton season, where you know they just it was just out of the blue, and they just kept beating everyone, and you know they just kept rising in the rankings and ended up winning the national championship. Um, you know they've got Alabama at home this year, so they had they do have potential to go um, the season undefeated, and uh, I think if they go undefeated, I think Stidham will be a lock for Heisman. So he's a sneaky bet out there for your punters, Jarrett Stidham from Auburn University for Heisman Trophy. So that wraps up the college football. I'll uh, go into the NFL season now. Um, and you know there was no no shortage of controversies and stories in the NFL offseason, and it was probably highlighted by the Ezekiel Elliott suspension, um, and that's really going to impact what the Dallas Cowboys do this year. And I think there's going to be a little bit of a second year syndrome for Dallas this year. Um, you know they've got a they've got a really really good offensive line, and that helped out you know Dak and and uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, you know. To the point where it made it made them overachieve. Uh, I don't think they can repeat that that kind of season. The two of them together at the same time. Um, but you know, with an offensive line, if they stay healthy, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that they could make another run once um, Elliot gets back. Uh, another big story is the um, injury to Julian Edelman out of the Patriots. Um, is that going to affect their um, their credentials as a repeat champion? Um, you know, I mean, the thing about the Patriots is even when they win the Super Bowl, they actually got better in the offseason. They added uh, Brandon Cooks from uh, New Orleans and also uh, Stefan Gilmore from um, Buffalo. He's a cornerback. Uh, really rate him. Uh, he's a really good player. And it just it just seems like the, even with the injury to Edelman, it'll just be like a next man up, and you know they'll find someone to plug that hole, and you know they'll find um, you know they'll pick up targets, you know, from these other guys that no one's ever heard of, and they'll end up you know being superstars. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they go this year. Um, another another big story was the move from the Chargers moving up to LA, and how's that going to impact? You know, LA's been crying out for a team. Um, for the last couple of, you know, or probably for the last decade, really. And um, now they've got two. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how they support their teams and if there is going to be some loyal fans out there. Um, but I think both teams need to start winning and start winning soon um, to get the crowds coming in. 
my favorite player in the NFL in the last 10 years, Marshawn Lynch, he's back. The beast mode, he's back with the Raiders, with his hometown team before they move over to Vegas uh, in a couple of years. Um, you know, everyone's everyone's buying shares in Oakland. Uh, I don't see it too much, particularly Derek Carr. You know, he had a breakout season, but he also broke his legs. So um, if he can stay healthy, they might do some damage. But, you know, they haven't put it together for a full season yet. So I'm a little bit skeptical there um, in Oakland. But it would be great to see Marshawn Lynch back and getting some good runs. Uh, hopefully he has some signature moments throughout the season. Um, but for me, the, one I'm, the, the story I'm looking... Uh, forward to the most is is watching how Andrew Luck and Cam Newton go throughout this season. Um, both of these guys, you know, I mean, Cam did make it to the Super Bowl two years ago, but they certainly underachieved last year. But it was because of um, you know niggling injuries, and you know, Andrew Luck just can't stay healthy because the offensive line can't keep him upright. And uh, I'm sure he's been playing with injuries his whole NFL career. Um, but he's finally taken some time off to really, you know, rehab and, and get them looked at. Um, but, you know, this is kind of their year. They really got to actually get some runs on the board and, and you know, play well. Um, you know, they're going to be under heavy scrutiny this year, the Colts. And, you know, the Panthers have a chance to get back into the playoffs this year. they got a really um, easy schedule. Um you know, one of the easiest schedules this year uh, in NFL history. So, a lot of pre- I think there'll be a lot of pressure on Carolina to perform, particularly with their draft picks. Um, you know, they should really do a lot better than their record suggested last year. Um, so, um, so for the previews, I'll I'll, I'll take a pick. Uh, sorry, for the predictions, I'll take um, each division and give you a pick. Um, I've got a few few little uh, furfies in there, so we'll see how we go. Um, in the AFC, uh, you know, Patriots to win the East, like, let's just tick that. Regardless, I even if Brady gets injured, I think they'll still win the division. Um, in the North, I like Pittsburgh. Um, I think this will be Big Ben's last year before he really falls off a cliff, if not retires. I mean, he was talking about retiring at the end of last season. Um, so this is their year, I think. If they don't win it this year, I think that's that's it for them, unless they get another top-notch quarterback. Um, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to say that I like Houston in the South, um, but they're just they're a quarterback away from really, you know, making a big, big, deep run into the playoffs. Um, they had the number one defense in the league last year, and they did it without JJ Watt, who's you know arguably the best defensive player in the NFL. Um, so the defense is fine; it's just getting it together on offense. So. Um, you know, it's cost them games in the past and hopefully it doesn't cost them too much for their sake. But I think they'll still win the win the South. But, um, and in the West, um, I, I again, I don't mind the Chiefs. Um, I just think Denver's down. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not... I'm not high on Oakland either. I think I think they overachieved last year. Um, so I think the Chiefs have one more year to get it right, but can also see it going downhill very quickly um, and then going for a full rebuild. But I'll stick with them for now. Um, but it won't surprise me if they end up with the worst record in the West uh, as well. Um, in the NFC, uh, the the East is just a toss-up. Um, if, if you said to me, you know, any of the four teams... Oh yeah, they'll win the East for sure. I'm not going to disagree with you. I think each team has the potential to win their division, uh, win that division, I should say. Um, you know, uh, the Giants. You know, Eli Manning. If he gets his interceptions down, you know, they can be a real 
big threat. Um, you know, Dallas, uh, again, I'm not, I'm not high on Dallas. I think they'll regress. I think that was an outlier year. Um, Philly, I mean, they've, they've loaded up with some good talent. Alshon Jeffries come over from Chicago. Um, you know, so there's some weapons there for Carson Wentz, who's, who's predicted to make that next step, um, up to, you know, just that tier before the elite quarterback status. And, you know, even though Kirk Cousins dropped off, uh, or choked, I should say, in the last game of the regular season for the Washington football team, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibilities for them to, uh, to have the best record in the NFC East. So if I had a gun to my head, I'd probably say Philly just to, you know, be, be a bit cool, uh, you know, and not pick Dallas. Um, but, you know, it's a toss-up there. Uh, in the North, NFC North, I'm going to go Green Bay. Um, I just think, you know, from top to bottom, they're, they're just too good. Um, but they've got to start the season well. They've had a few slow starts the last couple of years, and that's really affected them. And they got pumped against uh, Atlanta in the NFC Championship game. But I reckon if they played that in Green Bay, they're probably in the Super Bowl. So... Um, you know, if they start the season well and, and really try and eye off that number one seed in the NFC, it's going to be hard for teams to travel up there and win in the playoffs. So I'm going to go Green Bay um, in the NFC North. Um, in the South, you know, this this division historically turns over division champions quite quickly. And like I said, the Panthers do have a chance to, to get back up to where they were a couple of years ago with their schedule. Um, but I'm going to go the Falcons. Again, I think they're top-end talent. Is is superior uh, in the NFC South, um, and hopefully they've got a bit bit of a revenge mode on their minds as well heading into this season. Um, oh, you know, but but the Panthers, the Saints, you know, Drew Brees, you can't knock him out, and uh, Tampa Bay is kind of a trendy pick over in the states uh, as well to make a playoff run. But I'll stick true with the Panthers. And in the West, I've gone Seattle. Um, I love Russell Wilson. I love the the mentality that the coach has to the players. He lets them speak speak their minds, show off their true personality, and that fits in with the town of Seattle as well. Um, Seattle's my favorite town in the states, and you know they're just so free spirited. It's just a different vibe up there, and that the team actually matches the town, which is quite quite unique. I think you know not many places can say that, and. Um, you know they get behind their team like no other city, uh, in my opinion, and I really, I really think they can uh, do some damage. And the NFC West is a little bit down, so um, I reckon they can, uh, you know, take that division fairly easily. Um, so a few sleepers. Um, I've already mentioned the Panthers. Like I said, you know, if Cam Newton can stay healthy, I think you know they can easily win their division. Um, I've I've already mentioned Philly. Um, you know, it'll just depend on Carson Wentz, I reckon. Their defense, you know, a little bit of a question mark. Um, but if they if they both hold up, you know, it's they can win a playoff game easy, I reckon. Uh, the Giants, I've already mentioned, if Eli can get rid of his interceptions, you know, they, they, they're primed for a run as well. They've got some good offensive weapons. But my far outsider that no one's really talking about is the uh, LA Chargers. Um, you know, they've been really unlucky the last like three or so years. They've lost, you know, a large chunk of their games. They've only lost by a touchdown or less, um, you know, so a couple of games either way in the last couple of seasons, you know, could really have changed their record. Um, I do have a few injuries, though, like they always do, but, uh, you know, I, I love Philip Rivers. He throws it around. He's great. And, um, you know, AFC West, like I said, the Chiefs, they could blow it up, you know, 
week five, they could go 0-4. Um, I'm not high on the Raiders, and Denver's got a quarterback situation, and their defense is getting old. So, um, you know, I think that, that division, the AFC West, is up for grabs, and, and the Chargers can, can sneak in there and get themselves a division win. Um, so my picks for the Super Bowl, I've, you know, I, I didn't want to pick the Patriots, so basically I had to pick another team. Um you know, to represent the AFC. So my Super Bowl uh, matchup is going to be the Steelers and the Packers. Um, you know, I'm I'm all in on the Steelers. Um, I think this is their year, um, and this will probably be their last year for a while um, to to make a deep run. And the Packers, like I said, if they start the season well and end up with the number one seed in the playoffs in the NFC, um, it's going to be hard for anyone to go up there and win. So my Super Bowl pick is the Steelers and the Packers, um, and I've got the Steelers winning the Super Bowl this year. So uh, you can write that down. Uh, Tim from Sporting Woods told you right here, Steelers for the Super Bowl. So that that wraps it up for my little chub. Uh, Hope I haven't taken up too much of your time. Um, But, you know... I think I think American football's you know an increasing sport here in in Australia and um, you know I hope we all get behind it and start watching a, a few games. It's great to watch. It's really fun. Um, you know, early mornings on Mondays. Uh, you know, it's nothing like starting your working week with, with watching a bit of NFL. So um, get behind your team, guys. Let me know uh, your predictions on our Sporting Woods Facebook page. Um, you know, leave a comment in our, in our post. Um, let us know your thoughts. Um, and you can also tweet us at sporting underscore woods. So I hope you've liked this episode, guys. And we'll be back with some little chubs later on. Uh, thanks. Thank you very much. Cheers.